0: youtubers and wet shavers everywhere It's Mark with Georgetune.com. i'm back with another monday morning mailbag get yourself a cup of coffee kick back relax let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things what do you got this morning well i have an old friend all old reliable a good old standby cup of coffee this morning hang on one minute yeah that really is very very good uh out of my current machine Folgers classic roast I've down to my last two curd cups well actually down this is my last one right here the, <laughs> the one before this is what I have in my coffee mug, but there it is right there classic roast from Folgers And here is the box. Uh, I was kind of scrunching it up and getting ready to throw it out I thought oh, no, I gotta show that on camera. So <laughs> I kind of kind of reassembled it in here Uh, reassembled it here here it is right here classic roast easy drinking and smooth with robust flavor it's a medium roast it really is a very very robust flavorful coffee I really really do enjoy it. hang on one more sip this morning very very good and I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning as we like to say on the show a good hot coffee a trusty mug let the caffeine go to work gentlemen absolutely one more hmm Absolutely fantastic. Hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very, very much for the list. I really do appreciate it. If you're listening to the podcast this morning, hey, thanks for tuning in. Really, really do appreciate that as well. Boy, we've got a great show for you this morning. Before we get things kicked off, let me share with you what Andrew Hill posted uh, regarding last week's show. He said, great Monday morning mailbag as always. Interesting shave tip today. That was the one uh, regarding vinegar and rinsing, that sort of thing. Uh, your coffee sounded good too. That would be the silencer smooth that I used last week uh, in the current cups as well from Black Rifle Coffee Company. A bit of coffee trivia. The lighter roast like that one, which is this one is, it's a light roast right here. Uh, The lighter roasts like that one actually have more caffeine in them than the dark roasts. The longer the beans are roasted, the more caffeine is roasted out. So if you need an extra jolt in the morning, a nice blonde roast is the way to go. Have a great week, Mark. Hey, thanks very much for that, Andrew. I really do appreciate it. So there you go. You want a little more caffeine? Light roast, according to what Andrew was saying. I think we've heard that once before. So, uh, you know what, if you've uh, ever shared that with, uh, with the show before, please comment below. If you've ever heard that before, please comment below. I really, really would like to hear your comments regarding dark roast, light roast, that sort of thing. Also, here's something else that uh, we uh, need to remind you of. This week, uh, October 10th and 11th, that would be uh, Tuesday and Wednesday of this week, Uh, because today is the 9th. So that would be Tuesday and Wednesday, October. Let me just check my my calendar. That's right. That's right. My pop-up calendar here on my computer, Uh, October 10th and 11th, Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, This is going to be, uh, those two days are going to be prime big deal days. So it's kind of, I guess it's kind of like a Prime Day, but they're calling it Prime Big Deal Days. So uh, I'll be monitoring uh, Amazon to see if they have any uh, wet shave gear items that are on sale that you can get at a really big deal. <laughs> That's what we're hoping for. So make sure to follow me on, well, it used to be known as Twitter. It's now known as X. Uh, that would be uh, at GeorgeTuneBlog at GeorgeTuneBlog. And um, if I come across anything of interest, or uh, you know, shave soap, razors, blades, anything like that, that are, that is coming in at a nice sale price, I will tweet that out. And I don't even know if I don't even know if they call it tweeting anymore because it's now called X. I don't know what they call that, but you know what I mean. Uh, I will put that out on X uh, if there are any interesting uh, sales on uh, wet shave gear items. So. Um, we have that to look forward to uh, tomorrow and Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, October 10th and 11th, uh, Prime Amazon Prime Big Deal Days. So make sure to check that out. Get up to Amazon, and I will be set, tweeting out where, or uh, I don't know what I don't know what it is on X. I'll be putting out something on X to let you know if there are any deals out there on wet shaving gear. So we got a great show for you this morning. Hang out one more sip. This is really good. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely fantastic cup of coffee. We got a really, really great show for you this morning. We got some nice pet visits. Got a couple of pet visits this morning. We also have a shaved end visit, courtesy of Tom Donaruma. Way do you see that? We have an update to the ten thousand subscriber uh, prize package giveaway. Well, it's going to be several prize packages actually. Uh, looking forward to sharing that with you. A uh, couple of items uh, came in, so I'm uh, <laughs> I'm really really excited to share that with you. Um, got some great shaving tips uh we have some really really interesting refill comments some follow-up on those 1918 blades we'll get into all that uh we have some items in new wet shave gear of interest and we have some uh, really interesting questions and comments all in all a really really great great show so thank you so much for uh sharing your time with me this morning i really really do appreciate it again you know what i probably say it's More than I should, but you know I mean it absolutely. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. And let's get the show kicked off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Stephen Colbert. That's S-T-E-V-E-N, Colbert. And he writes, Hey Mark, I just wanted to pass along this shaving tip about making your own lather bowl. I have a collection of many well-known lather bowls and must say, this is my favorite and the best one I've ever used, bar none. I bought the bowl at the dollar store and bought silicone cabinet protectors online. Also, for just over $1. I stuck the protectors on the bottom of the bowl, and they generate an incredible amount of lather very easily. Enclosed are pictures of the bowl and the cabinet protectors. I hope this helps someone looking for a lather bowl but doesn't want to spend a lot of money. I love your videos and look forward to the mailbag every Monday Kindness regards, Steve Colbert. Steve, thanks really, thanks very, very much for a really, really great shave tip. Now we've talked about modifying uh, bargain shave bowls with uh, different kinds of, oh, I guess you could say devices or items that you could insert on the interior to help generate a lather by providing a little bit of resistance. But the cabinet protectors is a really, really good idea because it reminds me of the uh, Starry Night Lathering Bowl right here that has these little smooth bumps throughout the interior here. This was donated to the 10,000 subscriber price package giveaway by viewer Beth Jones. Beth, thank you very, very much again for a really beautiful lathering bowl. But the cabinet protectors reminded me of this kind of surface that the Starry Night Lathering Bowl has. I also have a Starry Night Lathering Bowl courtesy of Beth Jones, and I know how well this these little smooth bumps on the interior of the lather bowl work to help generate uh, lather very very quickly and uh, it does an absolutely wonderful job so your your suggestion immediately reminded me of the interior of the surface of the starry night lathering bowl because it does an absolutely fantastic job and what you're proposing is a really good economical workaround absolutely fantastic so there you go folks get a bargain uh, lather bowl and get some cabinet protectors and just adhere them to the inside and you'll have your own uh lathering bowl with uh, these really nice smooth bumps on the inside to help generate a really really wonderful wonderful lather steven thank you very much for a great great shaving tip and to say thank you for you and only you an original signed george sketch so please email me your snail mail address to Mailbag at gmail.com, Mailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and if I use it here on the uh, shaving tip segment on the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive... An original signed George sketch. So, Stephen, thanks again for a really, really neat shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer Al Spencer. And Al writes, I don't know if I shared this with you before or not. Forgive me if I have. What I've been doing for some time now is pressing a heaping quarter teaspoon of soap in the bottom of my shave bowl to make it thin Then add an eighth inch to a quarter inch of hot water. I fill the sink with a couple of inches of hot water and place my captain's choice copper bowl into the sink. I let it bloom while taking a shower. I then hold a hot washcloth on my face like a hot towel for a bit, then use the warm bloom water as a pre-pre-shave. Massage it in and then add the Phoenix Shaving Tube 2.0 to it and massage it in. Results are awesome, and as a bonus, you get to enjoy the fragrance of the soap you are using. I'm sure you could do the same thing using the bloom water out of your soap puck if you're going to brush load. Bottom line, never waste the bloom water. Uh, Let me know if you try this off camera, appreciate what you do, Al, Al, absolutely great shaving tip and a really, really wonderful reminder. Yes, to never, never, never waste the bloom water. I am guilty of always wasting the bloom water. Always. Now, I am dumping it into the sink. When I brush load, I have the bloom water on the puck And after it's done blooming, I then dump that into the sink. And the sink is filled with hot water. So I'm kind of splashing some of that on my face. So I guess maybe that's a pre-pre-shave, but it's diluted quite a bit. So what I have to do is I have to take that bloom water and place it into a separate container or just maybe dump it into my hands and then use that straight, something like that. Absolutely great shaving tip and a great reminder. And folks, if you have a captain's choice copper bowl, try this method that uh, Al is using because it sounds like, Al, you're getting a nice warm lather because that copper bowl probably going to retain a little bit of heat as well. So thanks very much for a great extra shave tip this morning, Al. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have a Shave Den visit this morning, and it comes courtesy of viewer Tom Donnarumma. I happened to see Tom and Sue at the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup in Hilliard, Ohio at Rivers Edge Cutlery this past September 30th. That would have been a week ago this past Saturday. And all the folks were talking about Tom's Shave Den, and I said, Tom, you got to send me some of those pictures. And he did, and when I saw them, I said, wow, we have got to share this on the Monday Morning Mailbag. Please send me a description of what is in the pictures. Uh, and he very kindly wrote the following, Mark, per your text, here is the shave station description to match the photos I sent you. Brushes that I have are the Omega Evo and Roma Colosseum. Upper right corner are four wolf whisker brushes. I have six KUIN. Yuan, Kui Yuan at cuy dash. Y-U-E-N, my apologies if I've mispronounced that, six Kui Yuan brushes, a few Johns brushes, all on Etsy, a Tony Foresight brush, uh, the first one that Sue got me, several Wild West brushes, also on Etsy, three Maritime brushes, two Simpsons brushes, and a couple of brushes that have strike gold knots in them. Among the razors that I have, brands are Aylesworth, Blackland, Razor Rock, Stando Polska, King C. Gillette, Pearl Flexi, The Goodfellas Smile, Henson AL13++, and three different Rockwell 6s and a Rockwell T2 and a Rex Envoy. As you can see by the photo, I have a ton of Phoenix CK6, and some of the other artisan soap makers in the cabinet are Southern Witchcraft, Katie's Bubbles, and of course, a tub of Proraso Red. And of course, inside the medicine cabinet are all of the corresponding Phoenix aftershaves. Great to see you at the Ohio Shave Meetup. Happy shaving, Tom Donnarumma. Well, Tom, it was great to see you and Sue as well. <laughs> An absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave den. Thank you so much for sending the photos along. And now I know why everyone was so impressed with it. Absolutely Awesome-looking shave done, very well organized with some top-shelf shaving gear. Wow, what an inspiration. Thank you so much for allowing me to share it with all the viewers this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, we have a couple of pet visits this morning. Uh, the first one comes from viewers Chris and Cindy McCormick. And they write, Hi, Mark. Great seeing you at the Ohio Wet Shavers meetup last Saturday. As always, another great 3MB. Well, thank you very much, and it was great seeing both of you at the Ohio Wet Shavers meetup as well. Really, really enjoyed speaking with you. Uh, They continue here. Here is a picture of our two great dogs, Sophie the Basset Hound and Maggie the Golden Doodle. Don't let the innocent looks fool you. They are usually up to no good. This is an absolutely wonderful photo. (laughs) I love this photo. The expression on their faces is absolutely priceless. Really, really wonderful. If you are listening to this uh, on the podcast, when you can, get up and check out this uh, segment in the uh, Monday Morning Mailbag on video and check out this check out this picture. Absolutely priceless. Really, really great, great picture. And as you may recall. Uh, Chris and Cindy McCormick were traveling through Ireland and they took a moment to watch the Monday morning mailbag while they were in Ireland and left a comment. And I was very, very flattered by that. They also sent along some additional information about their Ireland trip in regards to shaving. And we'll be sharing that with you uh, in the questions and comments section. So uh, segment, uh, questions and comments segment. So thanks very much to them for sending along That uh, additional information, really, really do appreciate it. And again, a really, really great photo of your uh, dogs, uh, Sophie the Basset Hound and Maggie the Golden Doodle. That's absolutely a priceless photo. Kevin Laird sent in the following photo, and he writes, Amber enjoys watching your shave videos with me. Now, this is another really flattering photo. Thank you very, very much, Kevin. That's absolutely great. Again, if you're listening to the podcast, it's a picture of Amber the cat from behind as uh, he is watching Uh, a large video screen with one of my video reviews uh, taking place on it. (laughs) That's really, really a neat photo. And I was wondering what breed of cat he was. And Kevin wrote back and said, he is part Calico and part Maine Coon. His brother is part Calico and part unknown. Uh, His name is Spitfire. And yes, He lives up to his name. A couple of great, great great-looking cats, Kevin. Thank you so much for sharing the photos. And uh, you got me uh, thinking about uh, cat breeds, and I happened to do a little search online, and it says here that the uh, the Maine Coon is a large domesticated cat breed. It is one of the oldest natural breeds in North America. But also, I did some uh, searching, and Calico Maine Coon is kind of a thing in the cat world. And I I am not familiar with it all, and I learned a little bit uh, just from your photo and uh, your comments here. So thank you very much. And folks, I will link to information regarding the uh, Calico Maine Coon uh, cat Read, I guess you could call it. So you can read up and uh, you can read up on it as well. Really, really, very interesting. So, uh, Kevin, thanks very much for sending along those photos of uh, Amber and Spitfire, and thanks again to Chris and Cindy McCormick for sending along a great photo of uh, <laughs> Sophie the Basset Hound and Maggie the Golden Doodle. Thanks very much, folks. Really, really, do appreciate it. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast. Just get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. Monday Morning Mailbag and more. And the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Both of these podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Again... Just search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast as well as Second Cup podcast will come right up. Available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, here's another reminder. October Shave Meetup 2023 takes place on October 21st, 2023, 1030 a.m., at Pasteur Pharmacy, 53 East 34th Street, New York, New York, 10016. And they have an absolutely wonderful meetup planned. You can meet artisans. They're going to have delightful snacks and drinks. They're going to have sample heaven. There will will be generous sample stations so you can try out various brands before making your choice. They're going to have new releases, exclusive discounts, raffles and giveaways, Ticket information, the regular tickets are free. So we'll have a link below where you can get all the information on the October Shave Meetup 2023 taking place on October 21st, 2023 at Pastor Pharmacy in New York City. We'll have the link below. Well, we have an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. As you know, the channel is getting ever closer to 10,000 subscribers. As a matter of fact, we are in the home stretch. When we reach 10,000 subscribers, we are doing a spectacular giveaway. I am absolutely overwhelmed with gratitude for the incredible support that this channel has received from our amazing viewers. Your generosity and enthusiasm have made the prize package giveaway possible. Without your contributions, Uh, This milestone would not have been realized. We are truly fortunate to have such a dedicated and engaged wet shaving community. Thank you for being a part of this journey and making it all happen. Absolutely, you have made this all happen. All the viewers out there have made this channel and this show possible and have especially made this prize package giveaway possible so thank you all very very much now we have two new items to throw into the prize package pool the first one comes from viewer jimmy v photography here it is he very kindly and generous generously sent along a vanule honeycomb shave bowl isn't that beautiful it's in red and it's an absolutely wonderful wonderful item now viewer wally pankowski also contributed a vanule uh, sh- a honeycomb shave bowl. So now we have two of them to give away, and it's an absolutely wonderful item. The honeycomb on the interior of this just creates a l- the right amount of resistance to create heaps and heaps of lather. It has a great grip along the base here. It's made of a high-impact plastic. Uh, it's a nice weight. Feels great in the hand. It's an absolutely beautiful shaving bowl. And again, it does a great job in making heaps of lather. So uh, uh, Jimmy V very, very kindly and generously sent this one along. So now we have two of these to give away. So my thanks again to Wally Pankowski and also to Jimmy V for sending this one along. Thank you very much, Jimmy. And Jimmy also uh, will be talking about another version of the Van Ulay uh, honeycomb shave bowl in new wet shaving gear. So check out that segment later on the show where Jimmy V talks about another version of this shave bowl. So my thanks again to Jimmy V for very, very kindly and generously sending along a Van Ulay honeycomb shave bowl for the prize package pool. Thank you very, very much, Jimmy. really do appreciate it. Now, in a previous Monday Morning Mailbag, we talked about the 2023 Childhood Cancer Research Fundraiser, Uh, that was taking place via Take Care Man website and hosted by Todd Stanfield. This was being organized by David and Barb Kice. They have done this uh, for a few years now. We talked about it last year. We also talked about it this year. And uh, David was at the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup, and uh, he donated a door prize uh, to the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup. And it was the last door prize Uh, that uh, they pulled, that James German pulled. And uh, it was two chances for their giveaway uh, to benefit childhood cancer research. And um, they had uh, like $2,200 in donations from artisans. Uh, Absolutely wonderful. And they gave away a lot of great stuff this past October 4th. Well, uh, the last prize pulled at the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup was this prize for two chances in the giveaway for the Cancer Research Fundraiser, and I happened to win. (laughs) And I remarked and said that uh, if uh, for some reason uh, I won any of those prizes uh, in the uh, Cancer Research Fundraiser giveaway, that I would take that prize and place it into the 10,000 subscriber prize package pool. And lo and lo and behold, the last prize that they selected, that they pulled, Uh, my name came up. So uh, that prize was won by me, and I'm taking that prize when it arrives, and I'm going to put it into the 10,000 subscriber prize package pool. Now, I'll show you a photo of it because Jerry Plessy uh, described what the prize was because it was donated by Jennifer Cook of Farmhouse North. And he wrote here, Farmhouse North, owned by Jennifer M. Cook, Who is a member of the Shave Dad group has generously contributed an impressive gift box containing shave soap, aftershave, and EDP worth over $100. Supporting this cause not only helps the kids with cancer, but also acknowledges businesses that give back to the community. Thank you. If you need help entering, contact David Keiss, Todd Stansfield. Todd Stanfield uh, at Take Care Man. Well, of course, it's already, uh, the, it's, the, the, the drawing has already taken place and I won that particular uh, package of shave soap, aftershave, and EDP. That is going into the 10,000 subscriber prize package pool. So my thanks again to Dave, uh, David and Barb Keis, uh, Todd Stanfield of Take Care Man, and also to Jennifer Cook, Of Farmhouse North for donating a really, really wonderful prize that is now going into the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. As always, my sincere thanks go out to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell. Zachary Norton, Wesley Kirby, Heiko Shaves, Chris Witte, Caleb Bowers, Doug Thompson, Wally Pankowski, James Gazda, David and Barb Kice, Todd Stanfield, Jennifer Cook, everyone at Pre-Tech, and all the folks at Vikings Blade. Thank you all very, very much. Let me extend Heartfelt gratitude to all our incredible YouTube viewers for your wonderful support. Whether you've liked, shared, subscribed, or left thoughtful comments, your engagement has been a driving force behind the channel's growth and success. Your dedication motivates me to create more content that I hope resonates with you. I truly appreciate your role in this journey, and I'm excited to keep delivering content that you love. Thank you for being an essential part of the 3MB and this YouTube channel. Thank you all very, very much. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. Yeah, that's very, very good. That's it. That's my last Folgers Classic Roast Keurig cup. And I'm going to enjoy it for the remainder of the show. It really is terrific. And you know what? I forgot to talk about my coffee mug this morning. Just a basic diner kind of uh, coffee mug. And the color kind of says autumn kind of says the fall season that's why i'm using it this morning because we're getting ever ever deeper into the autumnal season things are starting to cool off and uh yeah gonna be great for uh uh uh, doing the wet shave with scuttles and hot towels and that sort of thing yeah i'm really looking forward to that so i guess you could say it's uh wet shaving uh, scuttle and hot towel season as well (laughs) absolutely fantastic hang on one more sip And away we go with this morning's refill. Uh, This is from Bob LaRoe regarding the extra tip. Having everything everything set out is especially helpful if you shave before coffee. (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Make sure you're awake. Uh, As a matter of fact, I think that's why some wet shavers like to shave uh, in the evening before they turn in because they're still very much awake. That's a very, very good point, Bob. Uh, your 1918 blades are an awesome find. Yeah, we talked about this last week, the 1918 blades that my friend Sean Suki very, 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 very kindly and generously uh, <laughs> gave me. Uh, and it's just amazing. And you can see the package is just beautifully intact. The labeling is just completely legible. And in our inside are 14 remaining sealed packs in just pristine condition. And I'll check that out again one more time. And my thanks to Matt Pisarsic for identifying these as 1918, the year 1918 and giving me a little more information about these uh, about these blades. Now uh, everyone's wondering, am I going to be shaving with these? And uh, Matt Pisarsic, and I think also Mark Bagwell remarked that these are not going to be like a modern, razor blade. They're going to be a little rougher, I guess you could say. And of course, they are thicker, so they're not going to flex as easily as uh, modern razor blades. They're not as thin as modern razor blades is what I'm saying. So um, the thinking is I would love, the thinking is I would love to have a shave with, uh, this is what I found in my father's wet shaving kit, my late father's wet shaving kit. This is is probably a 100-year-old Gillette old type razor. Uh, open comb obviously it's in great shape and um, so it's probably a hundred years old right around there in that ballpark so that this paired with the blade it would be a 100 year old shave as one viewer said it's like a it's like a a time machine shave you know going back in time and actually feeling what that shave would be like uh, 100 years ago and that is really really neat now the only the only thing that uh, that I hesitate about is this handle. I've mentioned this in a previous Monday Morning Mailbag. The handle is completely intact. These handles are notorious for cracking. And I don't really want to risk putting in a thicker blade into this razor head and torquing down with the handle and having the handle crack. Now, I was talking to some of the wet shavers at the Ohio Wet Shave meetup, and I believe it was Kevin Laird who kind of shook his head and said, I wouldn't chance it, Mark. So uh, I think my workaround is going to be one of two things. Uh, I'm probably going to start looking on eBay for another old type razor that's in good shape and even if it has a cracked handle oh well you know as long as it's functional and allows me to torque down on the blade and i can use it then it'll still be a 100 year old shave so if i can find um, a Gillette old type uh, same era as the one i have here uh, then that'll be a hundred year old shave and uh, you know Maybe that'll work. Uh, If I'm not able to do that, then I think what I'm going to do, because Matt Pisarsik mentioned that the the blade is going to be a little rougher than modern uh, razor blades, then I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, uh, put it into uh, my Timeless Razor, bronze razor, because this this is very, very mild. I believe it's a 0.38 millimeter blade gap on this. It's a wonderful, wonderful razor, but it is just so robustly built, and it's bronze. And this will definitely handle the clamping of that blade uh, without any kind of problem at all. And, uh, you know, I have an O-ring in there where, where the handle and the base plate meet up. So I'm not worried about, uh, you know, uh, having that handle damage the, uh, the the finish of the base plate at all. So uh, I'm all set. So I might go in that direction, but I'm, I'm definitely going to shave with one of these blades sometime. I'm gonna see if I can get a, another, a second, old type that, uh, uh, to use for the shave. I just really don't want to risk that handle on my late father's or grandfather's, uh, old type cracking. And as I say, the feedback I got from some of the other wet shavers at the Ohio wet shave meetup was, nah, you know, I wouldn't chance it. And, and Kevin Laird really, I think, you know, we had a, we had a nice conversation and, uh, and, and really he kind of. Kind of push me towards the, that that side of the equation of nah, nah, just you know, don't 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 risk it. And I think that's a, a very very good point. I even said that uh, in the past that with the uh, my grandfather's uh, old type here, I was just going to use it on rare occasions because of that, because of the potential of the handle cracking. Uh, so um, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a second one, and if I can get it for a, a if I can get a one in. in Good condition at a fair price. I might go in that direction. So we'll see. Stay tuned for that. Uh, James Sefton wrote, Hey, Mark, another Grand Slam home run of a show, as always. Thanks, James. I wish I had a fraction of the energy of Charlie the Dog. (laughs) Whoever named them man's best friend was right on. Have a great day in the rest of the week. Yeah, check out the previous week and check out Charlie the Dog. Absolutely wonderful visit. Great video of him running around, really. (laughs) Check it out. Charlie the dog, absolutely wonderful. I'm not going to say anything else. Check it out. Chris Whitty wrote, great 3MB. I agree with Robert on the feathers. That would be the feathers, feather razor blades. They are extremely sharp, but it's far from a smooth shave. Close, yes. Comfortable, no. Uh, I follow your tips. Mild razor plus sharp blade, great shave. Aggressive razor plus mild blade, great shave. Uh, great, great pictures from the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. Oh, hey, thanks very much for that. Uh, we had a great time at the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful event. Thanks to James German and others who organized it. Really wonderful seeing everyone there. Uh, the uh, Hilliard, Ohio, is a really, really nice town. River's Edge, River's Edge Cutlery, was a great venue, and uh, my gosh, we have some great door prizes for. Uh, The raffle, absolutely fantastic. Of course, Shannon Soap uh, made the uh, shave soap for the event and Spearhead sent along EDP, absolutely fantastic. And uh, as James German uh, wrote in an email that he sent to everyone who participated, he kind of recapped the event. He wrote here in part, Jeremiah Tamura from Timeless Razor brought the goods this year, donating five razors And three of their new adjustable brush sets, as well as t-shirts, towels, and a load of bowls, all for the raffle. We owe him a huge thanks for being a tireless supporter of the community. We are coming back next year. Great to hear that they're going to be back next year. But yes, Timeless Razor really brought the goods. I mean, absolutely fantastic to see uh, some very, very happy wet shavers. Uh, win beautiful beautiful timeless razors absolutely fantastic and of course the shaving brush sets and uh, shaving bowls towels t-shirts yeah absolutely fantastic fantastic raffle so uh my thanks and uh, everyone's thanks to jeremiah of timeless Razor. that was really really something uh matt matt a 8034 wrote hi mark great 3mb great shaving tips and shaved ends As I am English, I have to mention, I love, love the Simpsons brushes and the setup that Douglas has. Oh yeah, check that out last week again. Douglas has a wonderful setup of Simpson brushes. What a lucky man you are to be gifted those very impressive 1918 Gillette razor blades. If I had them, I would have to use one blade to do a very vintage shave with my vintage shaving tools and keep the rest of the blades in my shave den. It would be great if you do a vintage shave video with those 1918 Gillette blades paired with your vintage Gillette old type razor, um, uh, maybe in black and white. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, that's a neat, that's an, an interesting tip as well. Maybe just put it in black and white. That's a great idea. Laugh out loud. Take care, Mark. Again, uh, you know, I, I talked about it just before uh, regarding what my approach is going to be. And thanks very much, bad for the very, very nice comments. Uh, yeah, this was really a tremendous find. Now, I, in, in addition to what I said previous, uh, I was talking to Sean. He stopped by the office again, and uh, I told him, you know, all about these blades and how they were how they were received on the channel and the information that Matt Pisarsik sent along and all that other good stuff. And uh, he said that. Um, these were stored in a drawer in the back in a very, very nice area, a very dry area. It was not in a damp basement or anything like that. So these were stored in a really nice area. And I guess the environment, uh, very agreeable for a razor blade. And again, these are sealed up. And I am so glad that he thought of me when, uh, when he found these. He said, you know what, I'm going I'm to give these to Mark. And I thought that was really, really nice. And uh, I'm just glad that I had, been t- I had been telling friends and family about my channel because it's, you know, just telling them about the channel, they kind of put it in the back of their mind when they come across something like this, these blades, they think, oh, hey, you know what? I'll bet you Mark would, uh, would like to have these. So, yeah, um, don't ever hesitate telling people that you do the traditional wet shave. Uh, you never know what they will give you, what they will find. Uh, this is a perfect example. Sean found these and th- and thought, "Hey, you know what? Mark's got that channel. He does a traditional wet shave. I'm going to give these to him." So, make sure everyone, all your friends and family, know that you do the traditional wet shave. They might come across something at a uh, at an antique store or a yard sale, or they might find something. Uh, you know that uh, they they're cleaning out the house and maybe their great uncle or something left something behind. They'll remember you, and they might pass it on to you, and it might be something that is just absolutely spectacular. So uh, thanks very much for that uh, comment, Matt. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Bart, I think this is Bart Bartlett. Uh, His screen name is Bart Buzz. Uh, That was some gift of 100-year-plus old Gillette razor blades. I say shave with one. That way you can tell us how it performs. Uh, now, whether you shave with your grandfather's safety razor or a vintage GE like the Fat Boy or Slim is the question. You can always ask for Matt's advice about possibly damaging your grandfather's uh, safety razor. Anyway, that shave would make a one-of-a-kind shaving video. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, thanks very much for your support on that Bart. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm, I think, you know, after reading your comments and some of the other comments, I think I'm going to try to get uh, an old type. Go up to eBay or Etsy and see if I can get a decent old type at a fair price uh, that is functional and somewhat clean. And if it's got a little hairline crack, you know, no matter. Uh, you know, I can go ahead and torque away, and uh, at least it's not going to be my grandfather's razor that could be possibly damaged. Uh, and thanks for uh, thanks to everyone for understanding, uh, you know, my approach here. I really do appreciate it. Uh, JVN2CQ. <laughs> I think that's what his screen name is. Uh, Morning, Mark. Another great episode of 3MB. I finally got to watch one on a Monday morning uh, with a coffee rather than after I finish work. Laugh out loud. Speaking of trying different blades with razors, my question is this. I am looking for a DE razor that's straight down the middle of mild and aggressive. So when I try new brands of blades, I can feel for myself which side of the fence they sit on for me. Do you have any recommendations of a good razor to use as my benchmark? Price doesn't matter just as long as it's good quality and consistent. Thanks again, Mark. You know, I was always told that the original Vikings Blade Chieftain was neutral. And it always came across to me as neutral. I called it the Goldilocks razor. Not too aggressive, not too mild, just right. And uh, they have since uh, redesigned it so that I think it's a little milder than that original vikings blade but probably the thing to do and i will invite viewers out there to also comment on this i think the thing to do is to get an adjustable razor that adjusts from one to nine this could be a vintage slim or a fat boy or any of the other modern razors that have nine settings and you'll find that probably five is right there in the middle and that's neutral so uh, you might want to get an adjustable razor, a good adjustable razor and I, like I say, a vintage adjustable razor is probably the direction to go because you can get one in really really good condition at a good price and uh, you know set it right there into the middle setting, which I think is five because it's one, two three four and then six seven eight nine right and then you've got five right right there in the middle. am I, am I saying that right? Yeah one, two three, four, there you go right there six seven eight nine yeah. And there's eight, and that five is your ninth setting or the, your middle setting. So that's kind of my approach to that. Hey, uh, I'll put it to the viewers. You think that's the right approach? Uh, that's kind of my thinking. It'll be it'll be neutral. There won't be too mild. Won't be too aggressive. Uh, anyhow, uh, folks, comment below and let me know if you think my my, my approach is correct on this. Uh, that's my thinking. Uh, so hopefully um, hopefully I'm, uh, my approach is right, but I'll leave it to the viewers. They always come up with some great information and additional, and additional approaches and additional methods. So uh, JVN2CQ, uh, you and I will look forward to the comments below. Uh, Alfred Spencer wrote some thoughts on removing remaining soap slickness. I would think using an alum block, thayer witch hazel, or osage rum. Would also work well that was the uh, shaving tip we had last week regarding vinegar and post-shave routine uh, post-shave routine removing excess slickness so uh, yeah thanks very much for those suggestions alfred really do appreciate it oh he also wrote i tried the feather blades in five different razors the only comfortable shave was with my gillette slim on setting one (laughs) there you go yeah they can be sharp Alfred, thanks for that uh, feedback on the Feather Blades. Uh, viewer Wally Pankowski wrote, Mark, just another great Monday morning mailbag. Thanks very much, Wally. I appreciate it. Uh, I bought the Med Prep Blades from Shave Nation. The blade was used in my Lambda Ares V2 and the Rockwell T2 stainless steel. This blade was very sharp and very, very comfortable. Are they sharper than the Feather? In my humble opinion, yes, they are and smoother. Yes, they are expensive, but so far I have used them 3 times and the quality of the shave is the same. BBS shaves each time. Wally, thanks very much. Wally's going to have some additional comments regarding these blades, regarding these blades in new wet shave gear, so stay tuned for that. Thanks again, Wally. I really do appreciate it uh charles price wrote if you're looking for a blade as sharp as a feather but much much smoother try a bic chrome platinum well i happen to have big chrome platinums hang on one minute let me go get them <laughs> i'll be right back okay uh here they are i happen to have two tucks uh five blades in each tuck right there uh i don't know what that label is right there covering up the big i'll just leave it like that you can see it on the other one there five uh, Bic chrome platinum blades. So I'm looking forward to uh, using these in a variety of razors. So there they are, folks. So you can get a look at the label of them. It's a yellow package. It says five Bic chrome platinum in large letters uh, for all you podcast listeners out there. So yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to Uh, trying these in a variety of razors. So thanks very much for the recommendation, uh, Charles. really, really do appreciate it. I happen to look around and I have at least 10 of them. I might have a few more. And uh, I think these came from uh, some viewers out there. If you are the viewer that sent me either of these, please comment below and let me know and allow me to thank you once again for them. Uh, And we are definitely going to use these. And I'm going to review them. I'm I'm looking forward to using them and uh, just going to figure out which razor to use them in. Um, Maybe a timeless razor, uh, maybe the 0.95 blade camp. That would be be something. Uh, The TI Slim, the titanium razor, that would be absolutely a wonderful shave with a nice sharp blade like the Bic Chromium. I think maybe the 0.95 might be a little too much, but then again, you never know. Uh, but thanks again for that uh, recommendation, Charles. Uh, I'm glad you I'm glad you did suggest them because um, I have them and was able to dig them up and find them. Haven't used them yet. Looking forward to using them. Mark Bagwell wrote: Acutech makes the Persona blades in the USA. Wondering why the name change. And I have no clue why Acutec has the rights to the Persona name in the USA, while Edgewell actually owns the Persona brand and makes them all over the world. Here is their website. We will give you the website below. And my thanks to um, Mark Bagwell for that information. Uh, Here's what Mark wrote regarding the uh, 1918 Razor Blades and the old type razor he says old type yes it's 100 years old i know a bit about the new series but not too much about the old a single or double ring is pretty aggressive so i've been told never used one myself well okay that's <laughs> that's something to look forward to an old type razor might be a little more on the aggressive side so with this blade yeah we, have, we might have we might have quite a shave um Here's the thing about a carbon blade, Mark. This is something I heard someone say uh, that they did. They were talking about the modern carbon blade that comes out of Pakistan. I would assume it to be the same for the old one. What they said was, after shaving and rinsing the blade clean, they do a pat dry. Rubbing the blade dry will destroy the edge, so it's important to pat dry. After drying, they claimed applying olive oil to the blade kept the blade sharp for longer. But I'm not certain if they were saying they kept the blade in olive oil or they dipped it or what. Remember, I have never tried this, but it would make for an interesting trial and segment in the show. Maybe there is something to it, or maybe it's just old wives' tales. Not certain, but it would make for an interesting trial. But speaking for myself... I dumped the blade after one use. Now he's talking about the 1918 blade here. Even today with a modern blade, three shaves and I'm done. Most of my blades can go for four or five shaves, but I figure I've got my money's worth after three shaves. I'm a three shave uh, uh, shaver with a blade as well. Three shaves and I'm on to the next blade. It's usually uh, two face shaves and a head shave or a face shave and a head shave. And maybe another face shave, something like that. But yeah, for me, it's it's pretty much three shaves, and I'm on to the next blade. A- absolutely, I know there are a lot of wet shavers out there that like to get a lot of shaves from them, from from a blade. But I'm not, I'm not in that in that school of thinking. Nothing against it, but just for me, I like putting in a new blade as often as possible. It's very cost. I mean, they're so they're so inexpensive, and they're so great, and you can try a gives you more opportunity to try different blades. That that's also, but uh thanks to mark bagwell for some tips about the uh, 1918 blades and again uh i think i'm going to do that get, a, get another old type at a good price in good shape and then pair it with one of these blades and then uh you know we'll, we'll do a video i'm really looking forward to it i'm getting excited just thinking about it i hope i can find another old type razor uh brian lazarabal i believe that's his name that's uh razzabal Brian Larazobal I think it was, was what it is hello Mark amazing Monday morning mailbag as always but that section about the 100 plus years razor and blades has to be one of my favorites so far that 100 year shave would be amazing here's where I found here this I said time traveling machine Brian is the one who coined this that 100 year shave would be amazing a true time traveling machine yes <laughs> Brian is the one who coined that. Thank you very much for that, Brian. I can't take credit for that. You remarked, uh, you remarked, that, you remarked about it being a true time traveling machine. You are correct. Thank you very much for pointing that out. Um I would be happy if some nice people use my shave gear in 2128. <laughs> uh, even writing it feels weird. Now, I can only imagine the shock that the original owners of this gear would experience if they had to learn about the concept of YouTube and the internet. I guess it is fair to say that them learning about a worldwide community of over 9,000 folks talking about their mundane shaving items for them. Uh, through what seems like magic little boxes, smartphones, would be quite a fun and nice thing to see. Thank you very much, Mark. Hey, that is, <laughs> that's absolutely fantastic because you're right. I don't think that they were as involved with shaving gear as we we are today. Uh, they just, you're right, they just saw it as something they used, perhaps just something common, ordinary, mundane. And uh, yeah, 100 years ago, None of this existed. Yeah, you're right. The internet wasn't, obviously, the internet wasn't around. Worldwide community, people tuning into a channel. Yeah, yeah, it would be really interesting. And you're right. I wonder what will happen uh, if, uh, say, this timeless razor made in bronze made it to the year uh, 2128 or 2123 uh, 21, uh, and uh who that user would be, and uh, what he would be shaving. I mean, if he would be shaving with this, and what the wet shaving community would be like a hundred years from now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that's really, really fantastic. Yeah, I thank you so much for those comments, Brian. Really, really do appreciate it. And to wrap things up, viewer James Sefton left a comment regarding Kung Fu Koala shave soap and aftershave splash from Denton Magic eucalyptus menthol tea tree and camphor yeah this has quite the kick and as james wrote gonna have to order some of this use on a really frosty morning and step outside and what a wake-up call Have a great day. Absolutely agree. If you missed the review, folks, it aired last week from Denton Magic, Kung Fu Koala. Yeah, it's got quite the kick and uh, a frosty morning. Cold weather is really going to add to it. And yeah, I agree. Really, really wake you up. Thanks very much for that, James. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, as we mentioned earlier in the show, viewer Wally Pankowski sent along a further review of Persona Med Prep Blades. And he wrote, Hi Mark, I thought I would give you my review on the Med Prep Blade. It was previously branded as Persona. That company was purchased by AcuTech and the MedPrep Prep Blade has been rebranded as AcuThrive. GeoFatBoy did a comparison of the original and the rebranded blades and came away saying that they are indeed the same blade. I bought them and compared them to my Persona Lab Blues. The MedPreps are much sharper and for me much more comfortable. Again, this is a your mileage may vary issue. I use them for a fourth use today in my Rockwell T2. The shave was great, every bit as good as the first use. It is significantly more expensive than other blades, but the experience and quality to me is well worth the cost. Be well wally wally thank you very very much for a great review there you go folks check them out the med prep blade also known as the uh Acuthrive blade right now <laughs> check them out and uh we'll get a link for them uh below so you can go right there and buy them online investigate them a little more. We'll get you a, a link to uh, Geo Fat Boy's channel so you can check out his comparison video and check out all his videos up there. My thanks to Wally Pankowski for very, very kindly sending along a really nice review on the Persona Med Prep Blades, now known as AccuThrive. Thanks again, Wally. Really, really do appreciate it. <laughs> Earlier in the show, we mentioned Farmhouse North, Well, Rodney Ripplinger very, very kindly sent to the channel a special edition shave soap from Farmhouse North. Here it is, folks. Aged bourbon and pear. Boy, oh boy, is this an absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent. Of course, it's a tallow. Cocum butter shave soap so you get the best you get the best of both worlds you get tallow you get cocum butter absolutely the absolutely fantastic these shave soaps are absolutely wonderful but this scent is glorious oh my gosh and check it out farmhouse north is imprinted on the inside there what a really really nice touch i wanted to show that to you before i did the review so you got a good look at that really really very very nice and here's what they write about aged bourbon on their product page aged bourbon and pear crisp pear apple and lemon with warm vanilla autumn spices and aged bourbon combined for the most delicious fall scent around yeah i gotta agree this is a winning winning autumn scent my gosh that that is absolutely wonderful and The pear comes through so nicely, but it's not overwhelming. It really combines with the other ingredients, the other scent notes very, very well. Wow. So we're going to get a review done on this. We'll have a link to Farmhouse North where you can check this out. My thanks again to Rodney Ripplinger for very, very kindly sending along Farmhouse North's Aged Bourbon and Pear Pear. Uh, a really, really wonderful, wonderful scent. And again, the performance is really terrific. Uh, I believe this is one of Rodney's favorite artisans out there because it is tallow and cocoa butter base. So again, you get the best of both worlds from those ingredients. So check it out. Farmhouse North, aged bourbon and pear. We'll have a link below. My thanks again to Rodney Ripplinger. Thank you very, very much, Rodney. Really do appreciate it. Well, as we mentioned earlier in the show, viewer Jimmy V Photography very kindly and generously sent along the Van Ulay Honeycomb Shave Bowl for the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. My thanks to him for sending along this really, really wonderful shave bowl. Now, Jimmy also has the larger version of the shave bowl, and he sent along this review with some photos. And he wrote, Hi, Mark. The bowl came in. It's massive. It's got weight, a huge bowl, grips the hand and whips lather like a blender. In terms of weight, the Paul Gruner bowl is 403 grams. The Van Ulay bowl is 508 grams. Despite its size, it's easy to hold. The texture on the outside of the bowl gives plenty of grip. No matter how wet your hand might be, I never felt the least loss of grip regardless of how vigorously I whipped up the lather. As far as lather generation goes, it's amazing. Lots of room to swish around in the bowl. The honeycomb wastes no time converting the loaded brush into rich creaminess, and the high sides keep the lather in the bowl. The weight of the bowl really keeps it stable when you dip back in for another brush load. If you want to give the lather another few whips, you can. The bowl doesn't move. Here are a few photos to really show its size. And then he adds here, it cleans up super easy. Just run some hot water into it, swish the brush around a few times, and it's clean, just like you would any bowl. The honeycomb does not hold onto the soap or make it difficult to clean up at all. To dry it, I just stuff a soft towel in to absorb any remaining drops of water. The one downside is perceptual. You do your lather build prep work as normal, but because the bowl is so large, you think you haven't generated as much lather as usual. This is not so. You know I'm meticulous on how I build my lather. So when I first used the bowl, I thought, hey, not filling up the bowl as usual. But then I realized the bowl is larger, so the same amount of lather just looks like it's less. But in truth, There is still enough for a four-pass shave. And because the bowl is so large and stable, you can scoop up lather without having to stabilize the bowl with your other hand. I'm seriously digging this bowl. He also sent along this photo, and he wrote, This photo is of Phoenix shaving chocolate and bourbon. I just used a soak star Wisp brush on the soap. No blooming. The brush was soaked and then given two shakes to dump some water. I swirled it five times on soap. Two minutes later, this is the amount of creamy lather I had. Typical Phoenix shaving, super slickness and coverage. There was more than enough for four passes and more. Wow, (laughs) an absolutely spectacular shave bowl, Jimmy. Thanks so much for sending this in because I know a lot of viewers are really curious about the difference in size of the two versions of this uh, honeycomb shave bowl. This, of course, what I'm holding in my hand here is the smaller version and you reviewed the larger version. And thanks for clarifying the, uh, perceptual, uh, the perceptual problem as you, as you described it, where because of the size of the bowl, you might not think you have enough lather in there, but you got more than enough lather in there. And I, I would think that takes a little bit of adjusting. Uh, absolutely. But thanks for a really, really terrific review. Folks, we'll have a link to both of these bowls, the smaller version that I'm holding in my hand here and the larger version that Jimmy has just reviewed. Jimmy, thanks very, very much for an an absolutely wonderful review with photos. Very informative, also very entertaining. Really, really do appreciate it, Jimmy. Thanks again very, very much. And that wraps up this week's new Wet Shave Gear segments. Thanks very much to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. So here's a little shaving history from Ireland. As we mentioned earlier in the show, Chris and Cindy McCormick visited Ireland and they contacted the show from Ireland, which was very, very nice of them. They watched the show while they were in Ireland. And uh, they happened to send this along. Uh, Hi, Mark. Uh, I thought you might find this interesting. Cindy and I made a stop at Athlone Castle while in Ireland, and part of the tour had some vintage razors and blades on display. You'll have to zoom in on the picture to see details. It was so interesting to see shaving memorabilia on display at this castle. And I I followed up with a question, well, how is it that there is shaving gear in a castle? I mean, the castle goes back centuries. Did someone uh, own this castle at the turn of the last century or maybe during the 1930s and 1940s and shaved? and? you know, own the castle, that sort of thing. I wasn't, you know, I was really curious about that. And uh, uh, Chris wrote back and he said, uh, Hi, Mark, I've included a link to the Athlone Castle page that describes some of the history of the castle. My understanding is that in addition to telling the story of the history of Athlone Castle, the castle also acts as a museum for the town. They have collected many interesting items not actually connected to the castle or its history. In addition to the shaving memorabilia, there was a large display for John McCormack, who was a famous tenor from the town of Athlone. I hope this helps. You never know where wet shaving items will be found. Blessings, Chris McCormack. Hey, you know, (laughs) you're absolutely right, Chris. Absolutely, I absolutely agree 100%. Must have been really, really amazing to see that wet shave gear on display in Athlone Castle. So thanks very much for sending that along. That was really, really very, very interesting. Folks, we'll have the link below where you can check out everything regarding Athlone Castle. And if you're planning to go to Ireland, hey, here's some information to help plan your trip. Stop by Athlone Castle. Check out those razors and blades while you're there. Hey, Chris, Cindy, Thank you very, very much for the information regarding Athlone Castle. And again, it was great seeing you at the Ohio Wet Shave meetup. Really, really terrific. And uh, thanks again for checking in all the way from Ireland on the Monday morning mailbag. Really, really do appreciate that. It was great that you you tuned in and left a comment. I'm, I'm absolutely flattered by that. Thank you very, very much. Thanks again for the uh, shaving history from Ireland. Thanks very, very much. Now, at the Ohio Wet Shave meetup, I happened to talk to Lee and also to Kevin Laird regarding uh, this 3D printed razor that I did a review of. This is the NGEM Speed razor right here. Last year, I did a review of it. Uh, It's 3D printed, and it takes a GEM razor blade. Of course, it comes in three different aggression levels. It comes with a mild, a medium, and also an aggressive level. I don't know which is which. Uh, Three dots here, I think, right there is the aggressive Uh, One dot is mild, and uh, there it is. Two dots is uh, right there in the middle, in in medium. And uh, terrific, terrific razors, uh, 3D printed. But they're based on a classic razor, and I wanted to get a little more information regarding the actual vintage razor that this was based on. And uh, Kevin Laird very, very kindly sent along this information. Hi, Mark. It was good to see you again at the meetup. At the meetup, we were discussing the Ender's Speed Razor, just thought I'd share pictures of my collection. The picture that shows all five razors has, from left to right, the classic black, which you will see most of the time. Next is an uncommon red handle. The next two are the better ones in the lot. One is red and the other green. I'm still missing the yellow version. And last, but by no means least, is the holy grail of the Enders Speed Razors. Notice it has a smooth bar. There are no teeth. As I understand it, very few of those were made. The last picture shows the blade adapter I received from uh, Hendrix Classic and Company fitted in the razor. I'm currently doing a side-by-side comparison of a Ted Pella PTFE gem blade and one of the vintage reversibles I have. I'll let you know how it goes. I'll get your blades out by the end of the week. Now, Kevin is going to very, very kindly send me uh, some of these gem blades that uh, are reversible. They have two sides to them, like a double-edged razor blade, but you insert one side into a gem razor and use that side. So I'm really looking forward to uh, looking at those and sharing those with you and getting some more information from Kevin regarding that. Uh, Absolutely fantastic talking to Kevin at the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup and learning a lot about gem razors and also the Ender's Speed Razor. Really, really wonderful. Lee also had a lot of information when I showed him uh, the uh, video photo of this. He immediately said, oh yeah, that's the Ender's Speed Razor and uh, started talking about it. Now, the thing is about the uh, uh, Ender's Speed Razor is, is if I recall correctly, Kevin and Lee were both saying that it uses a proprietary blade. So uh, more about that in future uh, Monday Morning Mailbags as uh, Kevin fleshes that out regarding uh, an adapter and a different blades you might be able to use in those vintage razors. Not entirely sure, but uh, we'll discuss that in upcoming Monday morning mailbags. Also, here's something else interesting that Kevin very, very kindly passed on to me. This was on the PIF table. Now, my rule of thumb is when I go to a, a wet shave meetup, I don't like to take anything off the PIF table because I want new wet shavers to have uh access to all that great uh wet shaving gear and there's some really really nice stuff there absolutely wonderful uh, i believe it was uh, viewer uh gary andrews i believe his first name is gary gary let me know if i got it right i'm going by memory here gary andrews out of seattle sent a box of uh shave gear items uh for me to take to the uh wet shave meetup uh for the piff table and he sent along some absolutely beautiful 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 stuff most of it was brand new absolutely i mean shaving scuttle uh shaving uh, apothecary mug uh razors i mean brushes really really beautiful beautiful stuff so uh i'm very happy to uh to know that some wet shavers new wet shavers who were there uh, were able to take advantage of that shaving gear but this is something that was on the wet shaving piff table that no one took they didn't take it last year and they didn't take it this year and Kevin said you know what they didn't take it last year so he took it home and he brought it back and put it on the table again and at the end of the day nobody took it and I asked him about it and he told me all about it and I said may I have this to show on the Monday morning mailbag and he said absolutely absolutely this is a king oscillating razor. Now, as you can see here, and for those listening to the podcast, I'm going to describe it, it has, uh, on the cap, it has uh, a set of rollers that that roll, okay? I'm just rolling them right there. You can you can hear that, okay? They roll, and it has a, uh, a hinged cap. So the cap uh, can be, uh, you have like a, th- uh, a thumb latch here that you use to open up that cap and it stays hinged to the base plate which is attached to the handle now it used a proprietary blade and what happens here is in the cap there is this little pokey thing right here (laughs) this would uh, be inserted into the middle of the blade and you can see where this hole here is in the base plate and what happens is as the roller would move that plate with that little pokey thing would, would move back and forth. It would, it would oscillate back and forth. And the blade, the razor blade would oscillate in the razor head just by making contact with these rollers, making contact with your skin. So that's how that would work. How about that? And, uh, it tells me that you you would have to be at the correct angle in order to get the rollers to engage and have the blade oscillate and also to be at the correct angle to shave. Really, really a remarkable, remarkable razor. Uh, I'm going to try to dig up some more information and talk to Kevin about this uh, King oscillating razor. Really a neat idea and a neat concept. I don't know... Uh, if I'll ever shave with this because it is a proprietary blade and I don't even know if they make the blades anymore or if they, or if they can be found. And I'm not entirely sure if these rollers, uh, yeah, it's working. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, <laughs> it's working. I'm just kind of moving them in one direction and it's working. Can you hear that? Hear that? That's just my finger passing over the rollers. So yeah, if you were to hold this to your, your, your face and just shave with it, those rollers would engage and that blade would oscillate, you know, left to right, left to right, left to right as you were shaving. Really a neat, neat idea. I don't know. This is 1930s, 1940s. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll get more information from Kevin and we'll discuss this more in upcoming Monday morning mailbags. But uh, again, great conversations with Lee, also with Kevin regarding... Um, Gem Razors and the uh, Ender's Speed Razor and also the King Oscillating Razor. My thanks to Lee and Kevin and everyone at the Wet Shave Meetup. I mean, I learned so much. Again, just from talking to everyone, it was absolutely wonderful. Uh, You know what? It just, let me just say that if you ever get a chance to go to a Wet Shave Meetup in your neck of the woods, absolutely do it. It's just the Wet Shaving Community is just absolutely wonderful great people uh and uh, you learn so much about the traditional wet shave and you have uh, access not only to these, these these great wet shaving traditions but you also learn about the wet sh- wet shaving gear new and old and if you're a new wet shaver well, there are these wonderful paid forward tables where you can get some great, great shaving gear to start your wet shaving journey. So again, again, let me just emphasize: if there's a wet shaving meetup in your area. Absolutely take advantage and attend. Okay. So thanks again to Lee and also a big, big thanks to Kevin Laird for the photos and the background on the Ender Speed Razor and also for your passing along the ch- to the channel, the King Oscillating Major. Thanks again, Kevin. really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at Amazon.com slash shop slash Mark where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel. organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.